Hey, 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 you know what time it is. Out with the old and in with the new. It's time for new ways of thinking, doing, and being. So join me now for another installment of Evolutions Podcast. To this installment of Evolutions Podcast. You know me, I'm your girl, I'm your host, Camille. And uh, today we're going to be talking and touching just a little bit on femininity and the return to femininity. I think this topic is really, really important. And um, I kind of want this to be the first of several episodes, just talking about femininity and masculinity and the important relationship between these two uh, dynamic life force energies and how um, imbalance in these energies has really kind of shifted the way that um, men and women operate and therefore how the world operates. And it's really, really drastic and I feel detrimental way and how that coming back into alignment um, with the embodiment of these energies is really going to bring peace, harmony, understanding, uh, all the good things, all the good feels. So um, this episode, we're talking about the return to femininity and just the movement Uh, specifically toward uh, returning to the essence of what it means to be a woman. Um, I think femininity, just like the practice of anything, is an art form. Balance is an art form. So in life the people and things and um, that we really admire, you think when you break down um, everything to its base level, we admire the balance that those individuals have found in their craft. So whether you're admiring a great basketball player or a great gymnast or a great painter or a great swimmer or um, a great speaker. No, no matter how you look at it or what profession um, or craft that that person practices, the fact that they're practicing their craft at such a high level is indicative of the fact that they found not only um, a balance, which is which would be necessary for them to to practice their craft at such a high level, but they've really embodied the craft. They become one with whatever they're doing. And because they become one with it, it flows so authentically and effortlessly, but at such a, with such high skill that you can't help but admire it. 
And that's really what I feel like when you embody anything um, and practice anything and it become you become one with it, it invokes admiration and it invokes um, it invokes admiration for the for the skill and it invokes awe because you're looking at something being practiced at its highest form. And so femininity is a lost art form. And I've just like I feel like masculinity, true masculinity is an art form. It has it's something that has to be practiced. Yes, you're born innately with it and sometimes you're trained and, and sometimes you're taught. Um, but for a lot of us we haven't been taught and we haven't been trained because the art has been lost along the way um, and the the ancestors didn't pass it down they lost it from somewhere and the 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 practice was lost and so things that used to be passed down from generation to generation as far as teaching and initiation into the ways of man and woman those things were lost and so um the return to femininity is about recovering those things that have been lost and knowing that despite all of our advances in technology and all of the things that uh, we've made progress in externally there's a lot of internal things in which we've been stunned in which we haven't matured in which our consciousness um, has been outdeveloped um, and outran by uh, our intelligence and our technological skill and ability, but our consciousness remains the same. So it's kind of like giving a really smart child uh, the keys to a vehicle. Um, regardless of how smart that teenager or kid may be, if it's untrained and unskilled, and it hasn't practiced um, under supervision behind the wheel of a car, uh, even the most highly intelligent child doesn't have the maturity once it gets out onto the road to uh, make the best and most proper decisions when it comes to operation of this vehicle because they simply haven't had the practice, they haven't had the teaching, they haven't had the governorship, and so if you just give them the keys and tell them, well, just go, um, I'm not going to help you. I'm not going to practice with you. I'm not going <clears> to <throat> show you on a closed course first before you get out into onto the interstate. I'm just going to, for your first time driving, um, you've taken a, uh, or you've read the, the driver's ed book or you've you've read the rules of the road you're highly intelligent so i'm just going to give you the keys to this vehicle for your very first time driving and tell you to get out on the interstate and and drive most likely you're going to to make terrible decisions and if you don't crash and kill yourself or kill somebody else you'll be really fortunate so that's my analogy as far as where we are on a conscious level our consciousness is awakened but i feel like in a lot of ways the things that we were supposed to be taught the wisdom of the ancients um that should have been passed down was not instead we learned theory and we became very educated and we became um extremely uh technologically skilled and advanced through 
book knowledge and theory uh, but a lot of these things we had no realistic everyday practice with no real life application um, no real life teaching um, and so we've been very much like that teenager who has been given the keys to very highly uh, um, powerful complicated uh, vehicle of sorts and been told we'll get out onto this interstate and drive this this really complicated world and I'm going to give you a complicated vehicle and you only know things in theory and you have no practical application to real life and so uh, the return to femininity is really really about getting back to the essence of things really a disconnecting if you will from that interstate that interweb that world that's so um connected but yet disconnected and really connect with ourselves in a new way and i've been seeing this uh and i really feel the movement of it happening and it's something honestly that i think started for me really maybe about six or seven years ago now and that would that that was my first thoughts about men and women and the spiritual connection that I thought was missing um even in understanding like scripture and the things I was raised up to believe uh and to consider as truth I still felt like there was such a deeper meaning that was being missed even in the scriptures and I sought to begin to study the scriptures in order to understand uh, what I felt was the disconnect and what was missing but really it was more about the journey that I needed to take within myself um, versus what I needed to search in the scripture because the understanding I found was in that journey um, and it reminds me actually of a passage of scripture which, where Jesus quotes and he said, you, you search the scriptures because in them you think that you you have eternal life or something similar to that. And it was basically, um, he said, but those who testify in the scripture basically are testifying about me. And so that particular passage of scripture is, to me, it sums up that journey that I had to take, um, that it's not about searching the scriptures for some type of proof or evidence that it's really, you are the evidence. You are the the proof. You are the scripture. You are, uh, the embodiment. You are the volume, as they say, of the book in the volume of the book, it is written of you. And so it's, um, it's definitely about that journey. The return to femininity for me is, um, to personalize this it's just becoming connected to who I am um who I was born to be innately uh finding the authenticity in myself when I feel most comfortable and feel most connected to myself and to nature and to people 
what does that look like? What does that feel like? What characteristics am I embodying? What energies am I emitting and receiving when I feel this way? And so really becoming connected with that to learn what I hadn't necessarily been taught about being feminine. Actually, growing up, I saw a lot of, uh, like I feel a a lot of women do, especially particularly black women, because um, I I, I think it's part of uh, the legacy of black folk um, is, is that transmutation of our original selves into something that we were not. But, um, growing up, I saw a lot of masculine women, women operating in the masculine and for, like I said, black women, particularly, I feel like, um, not, I feel like this is true. Women, black women for centuries, um, in slavery, we had to be masculinized to in order to do the work. So that was part of stripping away any feminine instincts uh, from us by snatching our children. Um, they didn't want us to have the feminine sensibilities and the feminine connection. Be, not only was it going to um, stop and prevent a lot of, uh, or put a, a monkey wrench in the the institution of slavery if you if you have feminine women and masculine men that could that can't slavery and and that doesn't coincide together but also you have to think about for the purpose of work I, I need you to work I need you to be a workhorse I need you to be a mindless mule so I literally as a as a woman I have to strip you of any feminine um, sensibilities or consciousness and turn you and masculinize you so I strip away your children I take away your children and um, I work you like a man in the fields sometimes work harder and worse than a man uh, through through all your cycles of of womanhood from birth and in your your in puberty and um, your menstrual cycle and your um, your pregnancy. I, I work you through menopause. I, I, I mean, I work you like a man through all the stages of your life. Um, <clears throat> I strip your children away from you. Um, I have you open and vulnerable to and and ex- in expectation of sexual violation of all kinds by anyone including um your own men sometimes your own sons your your fathers your husbands strange men the 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 slave master his sons the slave um master's wife the mistress so women were were literally stripped of of that feminine sensibility and so you think about the trauma of that being passed from generation to generation is very real and um the experience uh needs not to be negated it needs to be understood and the trauma of that that you know um lives in the body i think ayala vanzant says that a lot that your body knows what happened your body remembers you may not remember but your body remembers and trust me, as women, our bodies remember. Um, of all the bodies, our bodies remember uh, because 
our bodies keep time. Our bodies are are cyclical. They keep time and they keep and they keep tab on what happens. And so thinking about our the legacy of that for black women is something that definitely has to be recognized, understood and transmuted and changed and overcome um, because we've been, I think we can agree, off balance and out of balance. Some people say out of order, not in our natural state. Um, and we've seen this manifested in, in how we live and and our subsequent lack of joy and happiness. Um, the label of being the angry and bitter black woman. All of these things uh, stem from lack of, of balance. And we are responsible for finding that balance. Um, we're responsible to ourselves for creating and determining our own happiness. And so the return to femininity is really about that as well. Finding our own happiness. Um when you find your pure, absolute, utter joy and your happiness, then you found the balance. You found a, the center of something. And uh, when you stay there, you learn to live in balance. You learn to live in harmony. And you learn to live in a way that is authentic. And you, you're naturally falling into alignment with the universe you know you're falling in alignment with nature you're not swimming against the current you're swimming with the current and um you're learning you're learning the balance of nature and you're learning the balance of energy and it's easy to fall out of balance it's easy to get out of alignment because one thing can send you out of alignment but the dance is getting back into it getting back when you miss a step getting back into that rhythm to where it becomes effortless it's like a dancer if you ever watch a man and a woman that dance together and partner together and dance together very very well the woman is always the star of that the man is is leading and guiding in this just weird gentle way and the woman is informing him of what to do next through the way that she moves her body. And then he um, he almost kind of just hopes to steer and guide that. But the woman is, is kind of like the centerpiece of that show. And it's a beautiful thing to watch when a man and a woman are in balance and harmony. Just in observation through dance. And so when you see it, it's so beautiful. It's so marvelous to see. And But what you're really seeing is that balance of life of feminine and masculine elements um and the beauty of that and so when we learn how to do that in real life the return to femininity is really really powerful because it's about getting into sync getting back to that and it's really about kind of discarding all of the policies and the politics of the matrix if you will and finding out what works for you is, is that you know a simple thing to ask how is that working for you if it's not then perhaps you need to try a different way it does no good to sit and complain about 
the way that things are uh, without a recognition of, number one, this is how they are, this is how they got to where they are, and what we're doing now is not creating the change that we desire. So uh, the return to femininity is about us first and foremost um, being the change that we wish to see and embodying our own and taking ownership of our own joy and our own happiness. And when women do that and really find the center of their joy um, and the center of their happiness, the world begins to become balanced around them. So I think next week we're going to further delve into this return to femininity, what that means, what does it look like in a little bit more detail, and how does um, the divine masculine and the divine feminine, how do they look together? How do they operate together? What are some of the characteristics of both? And then what are the benefits um, of this life? What are the benefits of this life? Um, What are the benefits of living in this inspired way that many of the greats and the masters taught about and learned about thousands and thousands of years ago and here we are we've gotten away from that and um how does it benefit us to get back to it so i think we're going to be talking about all that and more uh thank you for joining me thank you for listening um keep in touch keep uh tuned in uh, to the podcast look for new episodes um they've kind of been a little bit erratic but um slowly and surely guess what we're finding our balance (laughs) all right peace love